Huddle Podcast, baby. We back. Got Dewey and Nate with us. We're here. What's up? Rolling. Every other weekend seems like a good plan right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, sports world kind of not heavy. Uh, sports always seems to be heavy when football's back. You know what I mean? I feel like this is kind of like a down, down decline. And then when the draft starts up again. I mean, you got the draft is less than a week away. We're ready. So, uh, So, the first thing I want to start out is actually about the draft. Um, I've heard, I don't really think that this will happen, but I've heard that this could possibly happen. Um, In my mind, I don't really see how. There was some shit brought up that if Kyle Pitts falls to the 10th pick, the Dallas Cowboys will draft Kyle Pitts. And the offense will be unstoppable. I don't know how I feel. (laughs) I don't know how I feel about it. Obviously, they're talking about him being a generational player, so from that aspect, it's kind of hard to pass up. But our defense has more holes than an orgy full of bull dykes. (laughs) You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, I mean, if he's, I mean, a lot of in the draft, a lot of people say just take the best player available. So, which we did last year with CeeDee Lamb. We didn't really need a wide receiver, but when CeeDee Lamb falls to you, it's kind of hard, hard not to take. to take him. I mean, in the offense in this draft, the top, the offensive players are the best. What, 10, 11 players in the yeah at the overall. top. So and like we need some offensive line. I feel like this draft class for offensive line is pretty deep. It is. Like, you can get mm-hmm. a solid offensive lineman in the second, third round. There seems to be a lot of... Uh, seems to be a lot of left tackles, too. A lot of, a lot of guys who can play either tackle or guard. So well, and I think... That's uh, a big, uh, I think the biggest thing, too, is some of these, some of these offensive linemen are going to fall because they opted out last year, like that left tackle from Northwestern. Could have been a top prospect. He opted out last year. A lot of these GMs are having issues with it because they're like, well, you took a whole year off football. That's pretty big. I mean, Especially a like, left tackle. Him and, I mean? him and Sewell both opt, could, uh, like, opted out. So, Well. You got – and some Sewell, people – Sewell was just a fucking well, some mountain people, of a man. <laughs> yeah. Some people have uh, Slater rated ahead of him, though. Yeah, so. I think uh, what they were talking is if – because he's more versatile. Yes, and if Slater, if they were saying that if both of them played this year, that Slater would probably be drafted <laughs> higher than Solwood. So, I, I don't know. Um, I'm really hoping that that doesn't happen. I don't see him getting I mean, I, love, I would love Kyle Pitts, but at the same time, if Kyle Pitts is there and Patrick Sertain is there at the same time, God, man. I know what Jerry's going to do, <laughs> right? But as sell Kyle picks one number to wear. Yeah, <laughs> but as a but as a Cowboys fan that is looking for us to get better, we really need certain, or we really need JC Horn, or I mean, I we need a corner man. I'm really hoping Sertain falls to us because I would really love that Sertain and Diggs reunite. I mean, I think you'll have a resolve. Yeah, I mean, out of the top ten. Who's going to take a corner that's ahead of you? No one, I don't think. So, it's like, I I think you'll, think. Have your, you'll have your pick of whichever corner you guys. Are the Eagles drafted ahead of us? No, they're 12. Thank God. So, they, they trade up. 
They like to fuck up everything. Because they including their own team. <laughs> If any team, if there's any team that's just going to drop a fucking bomb on the draft, it'll be the Eagles. Or yeah. the Bengals. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I, the Eagles will fucking trade up to seven or something and then take a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, well, they tried to trade up to get a quarterback. I don't know. Well, I'm pretty sure the Eagles were trying to trade up to take a quarterback. Yeah, I think they were, they were trying to trade up with the Jets, I think. Yeah, that's from what I hear is they wanted Zach Wilson. They like Zach Wilson. Yeah, and they're, saying, yeah, and they're right. saying right now that Jalen Hurts is not their confirmed starter. I mean, they have no offensive line. Well, you really want Joe team. Flacco back there getting the sh- – Yeah, Flacco. He's they signed Flacco for, to be the backup. Well, have a competition now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that is literally what their head coach said. I don't but know. I don't buy it. I think I, it's just coach speak. Who not, they might draft a quarterback at 12. Fuck it. Good guy. Fuck it. Let's no, have someone like Kyle Trask. Let's have Kyle Trask, <laughs> Jalen Hurts, and Joe Flacco go for the worst quarterback competition in football history. <laughs> could you imagine that? That'd be a shit show. God, I, I could see it. You know, there's the Lance Fields and Matt Jones are throwing the board. The Eagles take it. Kyle Trask. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be odd. Okay, uh, so, <laughs> I thought this shit was pretty funny. Um, saw it on Facebook. Did uh, did we see that the uh, Bengals got new uniforms? Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. How do I you mean, feel about those? They're I pretty, mean, they're better than what they had before. Yeah. They're kind of somewhat like the Bears. Obviously, colors are a little different. Um, but, I mean, it's an upgrade. So, I mean, I don't mind it. Not really. It doesn't. I don't have a huge opinion one way or the other. So, in the picture, Joe Mixon is sitting in the throne, right? (laughs) And it says, uh, when Joe Burrow's got no knee, but Joe Mixon wants to sit in the throne. (laughs) I mean, it's It's got Burrow standing and Mixon sitting. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That was was funny, but they had pictures of Burrow sitting, so it was like, well. Yeah. Dude. Kind of mixed. Dude, that, scar on his knee. That scar is yeah. wicked. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, they see uh, people say that they have to draft an offensive lineman, but they signed Riley Reef or Right, how do you pronounce the last name? He's going to play right tackle. Yeah. So right tackle, they got rid of this revolving door that was Bobby Hart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Would they ship him to Iran? <laughs> <laughs> So right, so it's just fucking diesel. if they what do they just what do they think of Jonah Williams? Do they think he's gonna be if they if they believe in Jonah talent. Williams? They don't need a draft. Jonah right? Williams got talent, but the thing is, is can he stay healthy? I mean, that's why I think that's why. What was he drafted two years ago? And yeah, he, he missed his rookie he missed his rookie year because of an injury. He ain't played a game, I don't think. But, but then, in two years, he played last year. For a couple games and then got hurt. He played the majority of the season, I thought. I don't think he did. And I thought they just, I don't know. I thought Jonah Williams was hurt again. He might have, I don't know, I don't, I don't really follow Bengals that closely, so. Um, who are their guards? Do we know? Um, I don't know. Left guard seemed, I think it seemed to be a revolving door. Because I think they're, they had some injuries, so. 
they finally fucking. That's why I think Rashawn Slater could be a good pick for him. Because uh, and guard was the position that got the beat that injured Burrow. It wasn't the left tackle. It was the left guard that yeah. got driven back into his knee. <laughs> so. Um. I know they draft. They they got what Billy Price, uh, Michael Jordan. Billy Price is trash. Good Lord, he's I terrible. I don't know why. He was really good in college. Yeah, but he got good God. Jonah Williams has not played a game. Twenty nineteen and stats. He hasn't played a NFL game. From every, from what I just read, that he has not played. See, I've got him as he played ten games last year, according to Pro Football um, Reference. Maybe. So, yeah, ten games, ten Did games started. Played ten games. He started ten games. So. I don't really. I didn't hear anything bad about it. <clears throat> I mean. Can he play guard? Is quite. I don't. I don't know if he's a guard or not. Yeah, I don't know either. If he can play guard, then you could definitely take a tackle. But it's it's it just depends. Like it, it creates a, like a kind of a roster. Like if you draft someone there, then what are you going to do with Trevor Williams? Like yeah. he can't play if he's not a guard. If he can't play move inside the guard, or then it's kind of like or if Reef can't move inside, which I don't yeah. think he will. He's played his whole career at tackle. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. you run into that. I mean, no matter what, the Bengals need more than a left tackle to secure their offensive line. There's, they got three other positions that they need to fill. And there's, I mean, the draft, line. yeah, and it's pretty, I mean, it's a pretty deep as far as, in, I feel like, interior guys. You can get some good, some guards in the second, third rounds. My deal is, I don't <clears throat> think that you should draft a fucking wide receiver with your fourth overall pick. I mean, you, you need you need way more than a wide receiver. Your yeah, defense. But, you need offensive line. You need your wide receiver weapons can get you through this season. You know what I mean? And I know that they're saying Jamar Chase is supposed to be the next, you know, whatever Julio, Calvin Ridley, whatever comparison that we're gonna make. But at the same time, Burrow was putting up really good numbers with the weapons that he had. Yeah, but he didn't. You know, so they didn't really have anyone to to go deep though. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was short. Like just just when they played the Browns, and I was watching, like everything was short. There wasn't a ton of deep well, throws. Is that because of they didn't have the deep wide receiver, or because the offensive line didn't make? Uh, probably both. <laughs> so, yeah, it's both. It's both. So I it's mean, combination. it's kind of. I just don't see why the. I don't, I just don't see the Bengals. I, I don't. I don't understand. I mean, it's. Also, I mean, they need a lot of help, man. You know what I mean? And I don't think a wide re- I don't think a wide receiver is going to cure your. Okay, so if you I don't, mean, it's, it's a, it's a, in I mean, my mind, you I, want the. I don't think the Bengals are going to do this. So let's say you like Jonah Williams, okay? So you're keeping him a left tackle. So Sewell is out of the question. Slater 
out of the question. Now you can draft Slater. You could, but I don't think that he's going for. So, in my mind, you don't really need Jamar Chase or four, whatever. Yeah, whatever pick to have four or five. I don't fucking know. Um, no linebacker except for Michael Parsons. Maybe I don't even think I'd take. It's still too early now. I wouldn't take him before Um, all those. No corners. I would take it four. Trade back. Give some more picks. Am I like if you're set on Jonah Williams and you don't think that you need a tackle, trade back. Get some more picks. I don't see the Bengals doing that though. Trade with the Eagles. God. <laughs> so they can trade up and get a fucking quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, another if Kyle Pitts doesn't go to Atlanta at four. Pitts is there. Oh, I got all the faith in the world that fucking the Bengals pick him. Which they don't have any tight ends. Yeah, but god damn, like, are you really gonna use the number four pick when your roster is absolutely depleted to get a tight end? What does that mean? They have some solid defensive players. It's not they're up in age though. They don't have anybody that can get to the quarterback. Their linebackers are terrible. I mean, they did. They drafted what three? They drafted what three? I think three linebackers last year. So, unless they think who? And I don't know what Logan Wilson. Who I don't know. Oh, I don't. Know. <laughs> they drafted one of the dudes out on the Browns to draft in later rounds. Um, They're bad. They were bad last year. They were, yeah. They don't have any secondary. Their yeah. best player just went to Washington. I think they had William been, Jackson. Yeah, William Jackson. He went to Washington. Didn't they have uh, what Trey Wayne? Trey Wayne. He was hurt last year. Was overpaid as fuck. But he was hurt. Then they get, they got some good players in a free agency. I follow defense this year. Overpaid, but yeah. Yeah, way oh, yeah. overpaid. They overpaid for Trey Hendrickson for sure. He's a DM. Yeah, from the Saints, he had like eleven sacks. He's but, a beast. Yeah, but he ain't it, worth that money. Like no, like if you look at it, you look at all the sacks. Great job, yeah. Cam Jordan on the other side. They made a stat: eight of his eleven sacks were either he was unblocked or he was cleaning up, like the quarterback was scrambling around because the yeah, coverage. I mean, it just like, you gotta like if you wanna you gotta look at pressure rates over sacks if you wanna pay that much for a defensive. Do they saw Geno Atkins. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did they, did they get rid of him or? I think they got rid of him. Did he leave? So, who do they have on the defensive line? They got what? They still have Sam Hubbard, who's has his moments. Not consistent enough for me, though, to be a... No, he's dead. He's not a... No, he's, he's not your number one pass rush option. So, at this point, Trey Hendrickson's your number one pass rush option, which is not good. Um, no idea who your defensive tackles are. Well, they did sign... Uh... He signed Larry Ogunjobi from the Browns. Not terrible, but overpaid. Overpaid, yeah. And he's he's decent, but I don't think I'd overpaid like to have him. Yeah. I don't think I'd like to have him as my number one, though. No. Um, safeties. I mean, you still got Jesse Bates, who I see some potential in. Jesse Bates and Von Bell. So their safeties are pretty decent. Um. So you're set on safeties. Safeties are good. You definitely need corners. You definitely need linebackers. You definitely need some, de- <laughs> some uh, defensive line. You need offensive line. Mm-hmm. Tight end and wide receiver is the last of my goddamn words. 
I kind of well, like how his arm looks or whatever. He seemed pretty decent. Didn't he tear his ACL though? Yeah, when he, yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah. So. Really, who else do they have? Tyler Croft? Is that who they're. Did they get him? I, so, yeah. I, thought, I thought he was there. They did just sign the. I like, I like Thaddeus, oh. They just signed Thaddeus Moss too from the Washington practice squad. Yeah, so I really don't see why he would go Kyle Pitts there. It just depends on what. I mean. I mean, if you sign Thaddeus, he's a generational talent. Croft plays for the Jets. Okay. If you, but I don't think you bring in Moss and not. I mean, let's see what he's got. Yeah. He played well with Burrow. He did, but he was. I just don't see why you waste your four pick on a tight end (coughs) when you need so much more. I mean, what is Kyle Pitts going to do? What is Kyle Pitts going to do for the Bakers? Going to put you at four and fifteen. I mean, if you play nineteen games, hey. Er, four, <laughs> damn, fuck you. Four and thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna put you at four and thirteen. Going to go four and thirteen and make the playoffs. Wow. <laughs> at least two playoff games. Actually, actually, I'll just play local high school team. Yeah. yeah. They'll probably still lose. Lose the same. Lakota will beat them. <laughs> so will Saint X. So I mean, what what does really Kyle Pitts do? I mean, it just goes back to the: Do you draft for need or do you draft best player available? Right. If I'm the Bengals, I draft need because you need so much. But you don't want to reach for. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If the Bengals are smart, you trade back. You get settled into that. 10 to 12 pick, right? You know the Eagles want to move up, and they'll overpay for it. <laughs> yeah. So Two first. Yeah. go to 12, get you some other draft picks, so you're actually building your team the way you want, and you're not just taking a tight end because everyone tells you that you have to. Right? First off, the Bengals have been fucking terrible in drafting positions anyways. John Ross in the first round just because the motherfucker can run a 4-2. Uh, ever since uh, ever since Marvin left, yeah, when Marvin was there, they hit on they draft they hit on their draft picks. But pretty sure John Ross was there when Marvin. was Well, there. before that, before John Ross, they had their <laughs> draft picks. Okay. Um, but that's why they were so good for. That's why they were good for so long because they were <laughs> draft players, and they would develop them, and they would be good, and then the they would even free agency. The problem with the Bengals is they want that splash player, right? They want these guys to come in and make these huge plays and whatever, okay? As a Cowboys fan, I can tell you that that is not always correct, right? Because, look, I I mean, not Jerry Jones all you want, but he built the best offensive line from the draft, Mm -hmm. right? Drafted Tyron Smith. There was a change in philosophy for him, too. Then one's like, Cowboys aren't going to take an offensive line. Everybody, all these – Talent, talent, stud dudes on the board, and he goes and drafts Zach Martin, who has become one of the best guards in the league. All these talented stud dudes on the board, you go and draft Travis Frederick, right? Who, if he doesn't retire, probably one of the best centers in the league. He was when he played. He was. It's hard not to put Travis Frederick up there in the top two or three, right? Tyron Smith is healthy. It was hard not to put him in the top three best left tackles. 
Zach Martin was definitely by far one of the best top three right guards. Okay. Then you go and draft Lyle Collins, who is for sure a first-round talent, but he was in legal trouble, right? But he got out of it, found not guilty, so we draft him. Yeah, it was, yeah. if I remember correctly, it was like right before the draft, he was involved in like a... He was a person of interest in like a murder. Or it something. was. It was Lyle Collins who was in trouble. So he went undrafted, and the cow and then the kind the Cowboys signed him. And Jordan they, Lewis, who was a first round draft, supposed to be a first round draft pick, he was in some legal trouble. We wound up getting him in the fourth or fifth. Collins went drafted. We drafted him in the sixth or seventh. Oh, he went undrafted, and you signed him. No, pretty sure we drafted him <clears throat> late, late, late. Either way, I mean, drafted in six or seven, seven yeah. undrafted, pretty much same fucking thing. Pretty much, yeah. But he was a first-round talent. Yeah. You know, so did we take a chance on that? Yeah, because we signed him before the case was even closed. So we're like, ah, oh, fuck. But when that talent, when that much talent falls, it's like, ah, eh, take a chance. Because if he goes, you know, if he turns out not guilty, how many fucking people are going to be knocking at his door? You have a first-round talent guy that's just sitting out there on nobody's roster. Right? So yeah, I don't even think he ever went to trial. He was just cleared of any involvement. Like, yeah. He moved on to someone else. So Our problem has been left guard. I thought I was going to like Connor Williams, a left guard. He was a Texas guy. He played tackle. We moved him inside, and it's been horrendous. Right, so, but that's the thing, man. Jerry Jones passed up on a lot of guys to build that offensive line. And I don't, I, I just, if you're the Bengals, I think you got to do the same. If you're the Bengals and you want to get to where you, you want to be with Joe Burrow as a quarterback, you have to trade back and you have to make some, you have to make some changes in order for him to be comfortable in that pocket again. I mean, if I'm if I'm sitting there at five, and if he, I just take the offensive lineman you want right there. If it's yeah. Sewell, Slater, and if it's one of those two, like it, you take him at five. Don't risk him being gone if you trade back. Well, no, no, no. But that's what I'm saying is if you have faith in Jonah Williams. Why would you draft another tackle? Jonah Williams is 23. Riley Reeves, not even in his 30s, I don't think. Yeah, well, that's why you pick so, Slater as the pick, because he can play He can that, play all five positions. We're hoping he can play all five. Outside of the uh, outside of center. We're hoping he can play, right? Yeah. He's just always played left tackle. So now we're, you know what I mean? We're... That's a high risk at number five. I don't think so. Because if he doesn't pan out at guard, which is what you're going to put him at because you have Peyton Jonah Williams, where I don't think Reef can move. So now you're putting all your faith into a left tackle that you're hoping to transition into a guard at the five pick. That's too, that's too high risk for me at number five. And... I don't think that Slater is going to be gone if you if you move back. 
Because I think these teams that want an offensive lineman are going to draft Sewell over Slater. I mean, and if you move back and Slater's not there and Sewell is still there, there's just a, there's just a whole bunch that you can do, and it's not really. I mean, uh, people have. If you can move back and get the guy that you want at five, and you can get three more draft picks, why wouldn't you? Yeah, but that's also well, you got Carolina, who is probably going to take an offensive lineman. Where's Carolina? Seventh. They traded that. I thought. Mm-hmm. No, they're still picking seventh. You think they go offensive line? Yeah. Yeah. Unless. I mean, I don't see they, 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 they drafted they a lot of tackle. They drafted a lot in on uh, on defense last year. Yeah, they used all their picks on defense last year. I mean, the only other thing position that you were taking. I think if Carolina is it, I don't, I don't, I think if Jamar Chase is there at seven, Carolina takes him. I think he's gone. He's not getting past Miami at six. Well, that's true. So unless unless Miami picks one of the Alabama receivers and he's still there, but I. I don't see how you take any of those guys over Jamar Chase. I don't. I th- I see Carolina taking a wide receiver. I think Carolina's they lost Curtis Samuel. Do they have a true number one? Not really. You got Robbie Anderson there. DJ Moore. And DJ Moore. I don't think you have a true number one. You draft one of these guys, Jamar Chase. I don't know how Devontae Smith's going to play out, uh, but he's a big body that you can put it. Not like built. You know what I mean? But what is he? Six three. Six foot. Is he really? Yeah. Monty Smith? Yeah. And he's six foot. None of the top short. Really? Yeah, none of the top receivers are tall. He's Chase, 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 Chase is six, six foot. foot. Devontae Smith no, is like six, six foot, foot. six one. I thought Chase was six four. Nope. Chase is six foot, six one. Yeah, Smith is six foot. Bateman's six foot. Um, then you got Alabama receiver. Other Alabama Waddles. Okay, five, yeah, he's six one. Okay. Smith. Yes. So there's no really big receivers that are going to go early. Look, what was Chase? For some reason, I thought Chase was taller than that. Maybe Devontae Smith looks taller than that because he's so fucking lanky. <laughs> he's only six foot. Chase? Yeah. So, I, I don't know, man. I think the only, the only thing, unless... Miami goes offensive line, which I don't think they will. No, Miami is going Carolina is the only potential to go offensive line. So you could go back to 12, in my my mind, 11, 12, and still get probably Slater. Who, what, you got? Well, who's, what, Detroit is eight, Denver's nine. Who's 11? Who would, and would, would they move up to? Five to pick whoever the hell they want at five because <laughs> I think some of the the teams that would come up to get a quarterback pick too late like Washington, Chicago, the Patriots, Bengals aren't going to move that far back. Um, so the only option would be I think Denver at the, at nine is the only Jesus. I think that's the only team that can really trade up into the top five. They have <clears throat> okay. So here, Pro Football Focus. 
dream scenarios, right? So we're just gonna go. We're gonna pop. <laughs> we're just gonna pop this. Trevor Lawrence going to Jacksonville. Zach Wilson going to the Jets. <laughs> Justin Fields going to the 49ers. Um, Atlanta, a trade haul to match Miami's. I don't know what that means. Seemed like two first round picks. And yep. I'm guessing. Atlanta should receive a future first round pick at the very least, given the quarterback just wrote that. So they're talking about Atlanta trading. I don't know who. See that. I don't. I mean, how, like they would. Who's gonna trade up that far? That like all these teams that would trade up the for Eagles. a quarterback. Are... <laughs> 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 uh, let's see. The Bengals. They're putting if Kyle Pitts is there, they're drafting them. Or Sewell or Jamar Chase. I mean, that's pretty much spot on. That's the three guys that... Uh, six for Miami, Kyle Pitts, Sewell, or Chase. It's all going to depend on what. Atlanta, Atlanta's gonna, Atlanta controls how the rest of the... This, no, to this had to have been before. This had to have been... Okay, this doesn't make any sense. This had to have been before uh, Carolina got... Darnold. Well, there's some instant talk that they still might take a quarterback, even though they, they did get dark. I don't fucking see. I don't understand that. I don't understand these stupid ass teams. I really don't. Why would you draft a fucking quarterback after you just traded for one? I don't know. We'll pick this up. We'll pick this up. You're in a, in a minute. We're back. Um, so, kind of, you know. I'm glad that we'll get some answers here in the next week or week or so to kind of see. I mean, if it, I the think draft. there's a couple, there's a couple different ways this draft can go. I mean, you got the first three are clearly quarterbacks. Um, Atlanta holds the key, holds all the power into how the draft goes. Really, it depends on who they take. Um, yeah, they could take depending Kyle. on who they take or yeah. who they trade or if they trade. Yeah, I mean, if they want to trade, I think Atlanta's they, another team that kind of you got a lot. Got a lot you need. A little bit. Especially on the defensive side. Especially on defense. Offense is. Offense is pretty sad. I think they need some lineman pieces, but. A tight end definitely needs a need. Yeah, especially since they lost Hooper. So, like, Kyle Pitts is a. A lot of people think they're going to take Kyle Pitts. I could see. I mean, I could. I mean, I think it's. it's, I mean, it's either Pitts, it's either Pitts, a quarterback, or uh, they're trading out. Ryan's still got a couple years, so I don't see he does, him taking a quarterback. At it depends. Four. It depends on what you think. If you don't think you're going you gotta to have a lot, you got to have a lot of faith in Trey Lance and Mac Jones because those are the only two that are going to be there. Well, yeah, I mean, well, unless Justin, unless somehow Justin Fields is there because the 49ers take fucking Trey Lance over Justin Fields or, or Mac I or McCorkle, McCorkle Jones. Jesus. Um, <laughs> yes, that is his name. His name is actually McCorkle. That's why he goes by Mac. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about white privilege. <laughs> With a name like fucking McCorkle Jones. McCorkle. It sounds like straight out of a damn Andy Dick movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, I mean, <clears throat> I'm glad that we'll, we'll, you know. I mean, if Atlanta doesn't think they're ever going to pick that high again, like in the near future, they were because next year's quarterback class was like nothing compared to this one. So we always we always kind of say that, but it's always there. There always seems to be like two or three guys that blossom throughout the season. Yeah, but you don't so, have anyone who's had the hype of like like Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Who, yeah, since they were in high school, it's been those two guys really. That, yeah, in this draft. I mean, we'll see how it plays out, man. You know, I'm I'm excited. You know, I always love when football starts rolling around because tired of tired of the NBA, tired of fucking. I'm tired of the NBA not because of basketball, man. I just some of the shit that they say. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just I get it. You know, you gotta. You know, you don't want to just shut up and dribble. I get that. I get it. You have a platform, stand up for what you believe in. But sometimes they just take that shit too far. You know what I mean? I mean, you could say that about a lot of people outside of basketball, though, too. It's not. Oh, it's the NFL. It's, you know, baseball's kind of quiet. I mean, it's. Baseball's kind of quiet. But, I mean, I know you're specifically referring to LeBron James. I Look. Like, it's from a. The thing. No, no, no. Let me rephrase this. The thing that pisses me off, and I'm starting to lose, LeBron James has always been one of my favorite players, right? But I'm starting to get annoyed with him having to think that he's got to speak out on everything. I don't think he doesn't. Who made you you the, the leader on that? You know what I mean? I mean? He has a pla- I mean, he has a, he has a, pl- I mean, he has a platform, and as so the you, most popular basketball player in the world, even if he's, yeah, even, if it's, okay. even if it's, even if it's not, that's true. Okay, that's fine. But, but you, I don't think he, I don't think it's not necessarily. Do you think he should post a picture of the police officer and say you're next? I mean, no, but I mean, that's the shit that I'm talking about. Yeah, but he he deleted it because he knew he fucked up. Yeah, I mean, so I don't want to hear anything about that because that shit pisses me off. No, I mean, think about it before you fucking post well, it. You can, he because it's always going to be out there. Yeah, it fuck, his, fuck his explanation. I mean, you can think that's the thing that pisses me off is you did it for a fucking reason, right? You did it because you thought you knew everything, the, the whole story, and about what was going on. Yeah, but you cops need to stop killing people. I can get behind that. But not every white cop is racist. No shit. Not every black person is a thug. You know what I mean? But there's always gonna be there's always gonna be those portrayals of people in certain people's eyes. And it's really starting to get annoying, right? Because as soon as a white cop kills somebody, it's this racist motherfucker. You know what I mean? As soon as as soon as a black person dies, they must have been a fucking thug. Right? That's what a lot of people think. And it just God damn man, why can't we just fucking love everybody? I mean and You know what I mean? Why can't we just all have each other's back? I mean, if you if you think about just the situation, 
You can understand why vibrato they react emotionally before he has all the information, right? Not when you're LeBron James. If you let me finish, if you let me finish, um, I mean, happens in Columbus, Ohio. He's from Ohio. Yeah. He has a daughter. So, you, I could see why he would react emotionally and why he would be angry. And, and we all do stuff, and we all say things out of anger that we shouldn't. So I'm from Ohio, here. and I have a daughter. Do I? Do you think you have a that, black daughter though? So now no. it matters. I mean, you so now the, so, you so, think, so, so, think, so the, now the, it matters. The, the Chauvin trial just minutes. It was just. We all knew he was fucked. Yeah, we all knew he was going to jail. We all knew he fucked up. Yeah, but when we've had these in the past, where the police officers are found not guilty when they shouldn't be, and so then he's someone's finally found guilty. Someone's finally being held responsible. And it's that emotion. They, That's a whole then, then, minutes, then minutes later, you, you hear, you just hear. Like, you, you don't, the video wasn't released yet, I don't think. Okay. You haven't seen it. But so, it says you hear this list. Let me, let me finish. So you just hear, whether it be via social media or just a headline on a news article, you know, cop shoots a teen, black teenager, you know, four times or whatever. And in Columbus, where their police department has had some issues lately, you know, they're not exactly in good standing with the public. So you think, oh, shit, here we go again. So, so, and then it, and he's just, it's just, he's human, right? So he has that remo- emotional reaction. Yeah, he shouldn't, have, he shouldn't have posted the picture because, because of his platform and how once you send a message out there, you can't control how people will see it. Well, right? any plain Jane, <laughs> I'll agree with you. But to be the right. biggest basketball player in the world, and for you to act out on social media like a fucking child because you don't have all your facts straight. You got it when when you when I mean, you, he admitted when, he fucked up. Okay, but when you like, have the biggest platform, you have to you have right. to know No shit. I'm saying in the moment that. when you're angry. Okay, but you can't do that. No when you are LeBron James, you cannot do that. Obviously. That's not the point. It is the point. The point I don't care if you fuck. Don't I don't care if you apologize. Your apology don't mean shit to me now. I mean, your apology don't mean shit to me. You literally put up a picture of a cop and said you're next. Fuck you and whatever you want. I mean, just because you react because you think you know, nah, bro. That that ain't cool. I don't give a fuck who you are. Right? I mean, and LeBron James has always been my favorite player. He does a lot for his community. He does a lot. But for the past couple years, bro, I'm done with his bullshit. And I'm done with his fucking antics. It's fucking ridiculous. It's getting out of hand. I mean. And I get and I get what they're standing up for. And I completely respect that and back that. Right? But at the same time. When you have the platform that you do, you know goddamn well you have to have all the facts before you post some shit like that. Yeah, that's true. But how we see it time and time again, not just LeBron James, from fucking every... You see it from politicians all the time. You see it from these people with these platforms that do it all the time. They twist, twist the facts or twist whatever someone says to fit their narrative. You see it all the time. 
So, but the but the thing is, is none of those people have the platform LeBron James has. I don't care if you're the biggest politician in the world. You, I mean, the president of the United States don't have the platform LeBron James has. I mean, LeBron James affects more people than the United States than the president of the United States of America. Tell me I'm fucking wrong, because not only does LeBron James can't get all of this attention from all these kids in America. Oh, Overseas, wow. he yeah. is the biggest basketball player ever. Yeah. It's not just America, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. Also, when, when LeBron James says something, it affects everybody in the world. Everyone in the world. So when you have that platform... And I get that he might have been angry. And I get the whole daughter situation, right? I do. I understand. And what and but you have to know yeah, that but, you cannot just tweet or put shit out there that, because of your anger. I and, know. He and, explained that in his follow-up tweet. But when did we but when did we start going to social media the first thing? That's what's fucked up with this world to begin with. Well, yeah. The first thing we do is go to social media. Yeah. The first thing LeBron James does, go to social media. The first thing Kevin Durant does, go to social media. All these big name motherfuckers, that's all they want to do. Their first thing is, let's go to social media, let's see how many likes I can get. Right? If LeBron James I can get my I can get my message or I can get what I'm trying to say across. I can control the message, right? So if you're given an interview, like they but, can clip that and make so and it doesn't I, take and, the whole quote. And I understand say. that, but you would think <clears throat> that you would want the right message across. Yeah, and you can see like out of and you can see like that's like, what pisses me off. Well the met like you can see like what he's trying to say. Not um, really. I mean if just a little critical thinking it's pretty out if you can. Um you're next. I mean, the Chauvin trial just ended. You're, you're next, next, as in with an hourglass. Your accountability. You're going to get charged, and you're going to be sitting. But was, like but do do you think that the what, I'm what saying I, like so what I'm saying is in the heat of the moment, like he's like, okay, this is what I'm trying to trying to say. He puts it out there, and he doesn't. That dude think put, he doesn't realize that no one that's not going to be received. That dude put intended. a target on that cop's face. <sighs> Yeah, but I mean, his dude, name had already been released by everyone It doesn't else. matter. Yes, it does. The biggest, the biggest named athlete in the world just put a target on a cop's face. LeBron James reaches more people than any of close to any fucking news outlet. Yeah. And he just put a target on this dude's face. LeBron James, a basketball player. Yeah. That's what pisses yeah. me off. Yeah, and it's definitely irresponsible, right? Like no one's arguing that he should that it's not a, at this point issue. at this point in time with what he did, I wish he would just shut up and dribble sometimes. I mean for me And that's not just him. That's everybody. Um I think stay out of social media. Get to your fans when you need to. But don't be posting shit on shit that you don't know about. To me, that's not 
that's it. Fucking everybody on social media, right? That's facts. But at the same like, time, I don't we care. all we don't have the. And I agree with you because I'm tired of seeing the shit on my fucking Facebook. Dude, it's right. I don't post shit about anything. Not anymore, man. Not anymore. I don't post how I feel. I don't post what I think is right. I don't get into the conversations of the. I, no, hell no. I'm staying out of that. He did put accountability on that when he said you're next. He did. He said hashtag you're next, hashtag accountability. Yeah. So that's what he said. But he still put a target on that cop's face. Okay. I was okay. If he wouldn't have no, 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 no. I, 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 I just want to make sure you didn't. Yes. When he posted that, when he posted that, I knew, I knew what he meant by saying but you're again, the next chafin or chauffin or whatever. Right, I get. I mean, like I, I knew what he was saying whenever he said that because I, I had already saw it. As soon as I follow him on Facebook, oh, it shows you. So as soon as he released it, I saw what he said. Yeah, right. Because whenever you follow Mm -hmm. celebrities, it's like the first thing that pops up on your Facebook notification. If he would have, uh, if he didn't like tweet the picture, if it's just your next accountability, it's like. It takes a it's little a, less blow. Yeah, it's not a big deal. It's like, nah. Like, At that point in time, we all thought the same thing. Yeah. Because no one had the facts. Yeah, they haven't released the video yet. But. And, uh, which, I mean. As the number one platform athlete in the world, you need to have the facts before you do that. You know what I mean? You're not just some, you're not Zach Kennedy from Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> You know what I mean? You don't have three thousand. Like I only have what three thousand Facebook friends, right? Man, you know that really? <laughs> kind of a popular guy, <laughs> you know. But it's like when I say shit, right? Or if some random schmo Joe says shit, it might get shared one hundred and fifty times, right? LeBron James reaches that in five minutes. Not even it's like, like five seconds. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know what you mean. So it's just to me. But the thing that the thing that a- athletes, celebrities, at some point you gotta take a step back and evaluate what the fuck you're doing. Now, and yeah, he, he. I mean, did you? Did you? Did no, you, I did not read like, his apology because his apology don't mean shit to me. I mean, he basically just said everything you just said. Like yeah. he said, you know, doing this he shit without the facts. Yeah, he said doing this shit with anger without the facts. You know, it doesn't work for anybody, including myself. You know, and he's like, I took it down because you know, it's just creating more hate and blah blah blah. And that's not what I'm trying to do here. And I feel and, like a lot of the times, so like that's what, like you can like you can criticize a post. That's I don't have any problem with anybody criticizing that, but uh, understand what he's said after that. Right, but, because a lot of times people are saying, "Well, he he owned up to it. He, he knew he messed up. He explained the emotions he was feeling at the time." So well, it's like, but in my mind, LeBron James is not a kid. He's no. a thirty-eight-year-old man. So you should know that shit by now. I mean, if again, a twenty-one-year-old kid says something, is it fucked up? Yes. Do I want his apology? Fuck his apology. But at the same time, we can understand it a little bit more than a 38-year-old man that's been around the game for a while and has been around social media. I mean, yeah, but you see some people out there who are older than 38 who, again, just say shit. But don't have the platform. Yes, I get that. But it just shows to me that he's fucking human, man. Like, 
I get that. Apparently, everyone wants their fucking athletes to be this perfect. I don't want them to be perfect. I just want, and the shit that you're speaking on could be life or death situations. You're speaking on life or death situations, right? What happens if LeBron James posts that and that cop winds up dead? Now we're not talking about. I mean, it, it, now, now we're not. Now we're not talking about fucking just some shit you can take down on social media. You know what I mean? No, I mean because I now we're talking. Now we're but, talking about a person's life who comes out and why and we now we see the video. You know what I mean? It, that that's what gets me. Life, I mean, know? yeah, that's what that's I mean, that's what gets me. I, I I get what you're saying. Um, the thing that I mean, his name had been released already, so my thing is what I get. LeBron has you know millions and millions of followers. <clears throat> I just feel like we keep giving these athletes the same excuse. I just feel I like mean, it's, it's, it's reoccurring. I don't know. I mean, people have made excuses for I just, a lot of people. Like, like, I just feel like it's reoccurring, man. It's not just athletes. But we're talking about athletes, so I don't, you know, I mean, you're right. It's not just athletes. I mean, look at, if you look at the people. But in this situation at, right now, we're talking about the biggest athlete in the world, so it is athletes. Right, but if you're just looking at, you see a lot, a lot of the criticism, critici- I've seen a lot of people you're criticizing LeBron on social media, rightfully so. But uh, at the same time, those people were, you know, making excuses or defending, you know, maybe some of the, the shit that Trump was tweeting. That's like, well, you probably shouldn't be saying that shit, you know. The one thing I've always said like, about Trump, man. The one thing, I, the one thing I've always said about Trump, right? And I'm not. You're a gonna, Trump like fan. if you're gonna call, like if you're gonna call a spade a spade, fucking call a spade a spade across the board. And like, I'm pick not. And a, choose and I'm not a Trump fan at all. Right, didn't vote for him. It's kind of hard to deny what he did for America, right? To kind of bring us back economically. But the one thing that I've always said, that motherfucker's got to stay off Twitter. That motherfucker yeah. is going to put us in more shit if he don't get off Twitter. So, for me, I feel like I can speak on certain shit because I don't, I don't give a fuck who you are. If you're wrong, you're wrong. You know what I mean? Even the people that that's, I like, and I've always right. liked LeBron James. I've always been a fan of LeBron. I've thought, I think as a basketball player, LeBron James is the GOAT. I think I he's better than Michael. Oh, sure. Because of what he does. So, yeah. your basketball has nothing to do with what I'm talking about, right? Because I've always been a fan of you. If you fuck up, you fuck up. Thing that, you know what I mean, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna defend Trump. Why, why should I defend Trump? That motherfucker was had Twitter fingers too. As soon it. as something was done, he wanted to go post on Twitter, right, about shit that you should not be posting on Twitter about as the president of the United States. You know what I mean? It's not just LeBron, but at the same time, bro, when when you have to understand the people that you reach. Yeah, and it's, you know? I mean, it's, and it's that's just. It's just like, God damn, man. Also, like, I mean, at some point, I wish social media would just go the fuck away. 
I mean, you can't you can't have these um, deep. I guess deep is the right word. Deep conversations on social media about shit because you can't. There's no nuance, right? I'm, Everybody takes everything as fucking black or white. When reality, it's a lot of shades of gray. Well, one and, of the pro- one of the problems is the, with- the thing that really the thing that I the thing that bothers me the most is when you see people picking and choosing um, what to be mad about, like. I'm mad about. I'm mad that this person said this. Oh, what about this person that said something similar? No, because of their political affiliation or whatever. No, that's fine. It's like the thing. Like, come on, man. The thing that I've always said, and I know this isn't fair, but it is what it is. It takes away shit from this situation, right? Athletes and celebrities should never have sole sole right to their social medias. Their publicists whoever they're working for, right, should have some sort of control over their social media. So most of them do? Most of them do, but when you're LeBron. I mean, it's, it's, it's some you of know, it is like you got... Think, do you think LeBron's making all his tweets, though? Yes. No, so I mean, contr- I mean, I see control and, like, LeBron can post whatever whenever he wants, but someone else, like a publicist, or can post whenever they want to. It's not like, it's not like there's a third party who monitors what they're going to say. So, somebody needs monitoring. So I, I agree. At least you know what I mean. Hey, don't say this yet. You know, or right. Well, it goes back. I mean, it, it you just, can. Everybody it, can take something from. Like regardless, celebrity, not celebrity. You know that I know. I've always been. Or been taught, um, I guess, growing up is if, if you're gonna. It replies really now with the social media and texting and everything. <laughs> that hey, if you're gonna say something, when you're angry. You know, yeah, save that, save, save that shit in your drafts, and uh, once you calm down, come back to it. Yeah. You know, and then read it, reread it, and like, well, and then when when you're calm and in control, and you have a, you know, you're not, your your mind is in the right place, you're not, you're level headed. Yeah, you're level headed. Um, then say, hey, is that really what I wanted to say? Because oftentimes, you know, it's you know, it's not going to be. It's not going to, all the times, it's not going to come across how you might have thought it was. Well, and the biggest thing, too, which is because really the big thing in social media, I can I can make a post and think that, hey, this is what I'm trying to say. But once it gets out there, I can't control how other people take it. Well, so, and the biggest mm-hmm. thing with social media, text messaging or anything, you cannot read emotion yeah. in the words that are written, right? I don't know how many times people post K. And we're like, oh fuck, man. oh <laughs> fuck. I hate that shit. That's my you know dad. What I mean, some <laughs> people, <laughs> my dad says, "Care all the time." That's okay. Some people, it's like, no, that means that's them pissed. Yeah. Some people, <laughs> that's just what they put, <laughs> and, it, and it doesn't mean anything. You know what I mean? It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So it's like you you can never read emotion when it comes to social media or text messages, which is why. Anything now I've learned, you know what I've lived and learned. And I think emojis help now. Yeah, but I <laughs> think if I'm gonna have serious conversation with whoever, it's a phone call. It is. Well, it has to be yeah, you know what I mean because I'm not gonna sit here. I've gotten way too many arguments and way too many fights over text messages because people thought that I meant one thing because they read the emotion that they wanted to read. Yeah, and, and, right, because and we can't read emotion in people's words. 
And, and a short work. amount of words. You read a book, you can obviously read the emotion because there's so many words. There's a... It's described. Described, and there's, you know, whatever. But if I send you one paragraph text, I can take it one way, you can take mm-hmm. it one way, and you can take it another way. That just depends on how you, you like, know, you, you, just, you put... It's like, well, if I was, sending, if I was really, sending this... Yeah. It comes across as, well, if I was sending this message, this is what it would mean to me if I sent it. Right. So people are like, well... And obviously, everyone has different experiences, and so it's going to be different for everybody. Yeah. And, so, and I think that's what just people... I'm just tired of the excuses on of social media, man. Like, I get you're upset, and this just this isn't just LeBron. I get you're upset, right? This is people on my Facebook too, not just LeBron. I get you're I upset, right? I get there's some sort of emotion, right? But what does posting to Facebook do for you? Does it make you feel whole? Does it make you feel? I mean, I mean, honestly, does it make you feel better? Like, I don't really understand. I keep my personal life. If I have any personal issues, I keep it off Facebook. Me too. Why do I want everyone in my business? Right. All my. You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck about some likes. You know what I mean? Like, I just my life shouldn't be posted on social media. If me and my wife are having problems, why should social media know about it? Is that going to solve anything? Are you motherfuckers therapists? Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Come, come, sit Like, I just, I just don't understand. And I think the athletes, the politicians, the celebrities, social media is a great platform to get your word out and what you stand for. But at the same time, it, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, especially with right people who... I lost so much respect for Kevin Durant whenever the whole thing came out about he was using a fake Twitter. and Oh, yeah. As you a, know what I mean? Kevin Durant is one of my favorite players coming out of the University of Texas. It just it, I, it just faded, it just faded away, man, because I, I'm just tired of the same fucking bullshit over and over again. Shut the fuck up <laughs> and play. I'm not. You want to speak on certain stuff that needs to be speaked on? Okay, man. See the, the Kevin Durant, the Kevin Durant stuff. I find it. I think it's, I think it's humorous. Oh, right? it's funny as fuck. Yeah, but so he has a, time, he has a, these same accounts where he basically just trolls trolls people. the haters. Like, <laughs> at the same time, it's funny as fuck. But at the same time, when I hear it for fucking time, it's just annoying. Yeah. You know what I mean? The first time was funny. The fourth time, now you're just fucking desperate. <laughs> You know what I mean? And so, it's just part of, I mean, some of it's just part of their personality, too. So yeah. it's like, well, that's just... I saw, I saw a, uh, a stat the other day. It said Kevin Durant has more career tweets than he does career points. <laughs> that is sad, my friend. Because <coughs> we choked up. He has 37,000 tweets, and he has 36,000 points. That is uh, it's quite a bit. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Do you see what I'm saying? It's just not... I just don't understand. I mean, for like the thing that, well, we have, we just have a few seconds left, so I'll pick this up on the other side. My thought. And we're back. And uh, just to finish my thoughts on the social media, um, you can all, you can always tell the people who aren't educated and what they're talking about. Um, 
or they don't, they'll just share a headline, you know, and won't actually read what that article that they're sharing is about because uh, they don't think for themselves, right? That's that's the big issue I see with social media. I mean, people don't think for themselves, like, and you can, like, it's okay, it's okay to be, to not know about something, like, um, like with the shooting, people, you see people say, well, he should have done this, he should have gone for the, for the lens, or should have gone for the, the legs, yeah, it's like, well, you don't understand what you're, you don't understand, you don't understand what you're talking about, you don't understand how adrenaline, you don't understand how adrenaline works in those situations, Um, you don't understand what, anybody who's ever been trained in firearms, or taken a, you know, like, you're not taught to shoot, you're taught to shoot for the torso, you're taught to shoot for the largest center of mass, because, so you'll be the most accurate. So it's like, and it's okay not to know that, you know, but to speak, you can, and you can ask people like, Hey, why, why didn't you shoot? Why didn't you shoot her in the leg? Why didn't you try to shoot the knife out of her hand? You know, it's like, <clears throat> well, then, then people are going to explain it to you. You'll be, you can understand, you know, the situation a little better, but people just want to say, people just want to think, oh, this is what should be done without actually understanding the situation. I think the one thing that kind of got me was should have used his taser. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Do people not realize that just because you tase somebody, that doesn't mean shit? Yeah, just how many? All the momentum how they really have, you know. How well, many uh, counts of people just not tasing them having no effect on them? Because, again, adrenaline. Like, same thing with shooting her in the leg. Well, it's not going to stop her. At that point <laughs> in time, when she gets shot in the leg, she's probably not going to feel it. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, adrenaline, you know, you hear all the time. You know, when it comes to these these situations, whether it be mass shootings or that you see all the time, people you'll hear them say, "Hey, I I didn't even know I got shot until after after I calmed down." Right. It's like so. Just the so you, people just gotta understand those situations. You know, it's and it's okay not to not to understand. It's okay not to understand something, not to know why someone did something this way. It's not. Doesn't make you look bad or anything. It's just, but to say they someone should have done something when you don't understand what would happen if they do it. Why did he shoot the knife out of her hand? Well, if he misses, he shoots the other girl in the face. So I wish a lot of people would <laughs> so, take into consideration what it actually takes to be a cop. Hmm? I think a lot of people need to go to even if you don't own a gun or if you don't want to own a gun or you don't want to be a cop, you need to go to some sort of firearm training. Mm-hmm. I agree. Just, you know, just so you can actually see, right? And go to some sort of training to where they put you in situations and you have to react. Because a lot of people don't understand you don't have a lot of time to react when you're a cop. It's a split-second decision. Right? Sometimes it ends up bad for the cop because of that split-second decision. Sometimes the cop... I mean, there's definitely been times where it's like, Jesus Christ, what are we doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, even, even me as a civilian, I know that you shouldn't do that on the 
You know, you know what I mean? I think the but it's like and but that's always been I don't want people need to stop acting like it's just been this past five years that this shit's happened. No. You know what I mean? It's always been that way. And it's not just black people, man. It's it's everybody. Cops treat everybody differently. You know what I mean? It's not just one race. You know, it, there's crooked cops, man. You're always going to have crooked cops. There's crooked cops and there's bad cops. There's good cops. The and difference between the cops. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's literally a difference between crooked cops and bad cops. You know what I mean? Any comments for people like How do you mistake a taser for a gun? Like, yes. Like, come on. You've been <laughs> a cop for 20 something years and you mistake a taser for a gun. There's no way possible. I'm sorry. Like what you you, you know long enough the difference in the feel and yeah. where, <clears throat> as a cop, you should know where your taser's at and where your gun's at. And you should all. And there's keep, a weight difference. <laughs> you keep your gun on your dominant hand. And when it, there's, there's a loaded gun, it's not even close to the same weight as a fucking taser. <laughs> I have carried a gun. For work. Right? I worked for an armored truck company. I've carried a gun. Never did I feel like my life was threatened, but we had a couple instances where we were in some rough neighborhoods and it was like, fuck. I'm carrying a shit ton of money right now. And there's some crack-headed motherfuckers that want that money. I just... It is what it is, man. Let's get off that fucking... It is. I'm tired of this. I'm tired <laughs> of that shit. So. Moving on. Um, how do we feel about the Knicks? Julius Randle. Gosh. Well, the way he's been playing, he should be getting some MVP considering. I was sitting there thinking the same way. <laughs> he's playing. I never seen that coming. Yeah. I Living up to the college hype, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah, he's gotten his body right. He doesn't look. He got the opportunity. Get, he was given the opportunity to show out, and he's doing it. So he's lost some weight. He got more. He got faster. He looks good. Yeah, I'm gonna say he's. When he was with the Lakers, he looked like he was. I wouldn't say out of shape, but just off-season James Harden. <laughs> right. just, yeah, just like he. Yeah, just. Too big to where he can't really yeah. handle the ball. You know, he's more of a just a guy to play down low. Bang, bang bodies around, you know. I think it's nice seeing the Knicks do good. I think it's good for the NBA. That's what I forget who it was. Somebody, somebody said that it's always better for the NBA when the Knicks are doing good. It really is, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, and with how bad the Knicks have been lately, it kind of. What, it's been, what, 2012, 13, last time yeah. they made the playoffs? It's, it's just nice to see some other teams flourish and get better. You know what I mean? It's not the same eight teams in every conference every year. That's like the Suns. It's mm-hmm. nice for the Suns to start coming back around. Not the Suns yeah. teams. Yeah, they're fun to watch, man. Uh, Nuggets took a blow. <laughs> Jamal Murray tearing Jamal Murray, his ACL. Yeah. They got, they got Trey some Young hurt the other day. Yeah. yeah, Trey Young's out for a couple <laughs> weeks, probably. 
The, the Nuggets still got some depth. I, I don't think they can make as deep as a run without Jamal, but I think they they can still make some noise. They picked up Austin Rivers a couple of days ago. Well, he's only playing now since uh, Will Barton got hurt. Yeah. See the, the Joker. See uh, how far he can carry them, basically. Yeah. God, he was hitting shots yesterday that were just two men on him. He's a stud. He's. Oh, he's good. He yeah. makes it look so, like, he's so slow with it, too, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's a stud. I, I put him as probably a top center. Oh, yeah. It's up there. Him and Embiid, first one and two. Yeah. Embiid's finally starting to. I would say Carl Anthony Towns, but he's. It's kind of hard to put him up there. I mean, it's not hard to put him up there talent-wise, but his teams are just so fucking bad. They should be. They should be doing a lot. Well, maybe I give them their year. They'll start getting better. But I mean, that was like when they had Russell Wiggins and Towns. There's no way you should have been that bad. Well, Wiggins has proved to be a bust. A bust, basically. I I wouldn't say a bust. Not not a number one. I wouldn't say a bust, but he he's not not a number one overall. No. Like he'll have a nice career in the NBA, but not not what right, not what was expected of him. Not yeah, what they were, were talking saying. about him being the next big thing. Yeah, the next LeBron or something like that, yeah. right? Because he's basically the same, like six six, same position. Yeah. So, Where did he go to college? Kansas. Yeah. Wiggins. I think so. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That was yeah. Who's that one dude from UNLV? Anthony Bennett? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, thank God the Cavs traded him. <laughs> God. What's he even? He's not, out of the league. Not in the league, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that dude was fucking terrible. I don't probably. Nah, he was Apparently, he was just a lazy piece of shit. That's why he oh, yeah, didn't yeah, succeed. Yeah. yeah, that was, that was <clears> bad. That's probably one of the worst number one picks I've ever seen. Ray Godin? I wouldn't really say that. It was, was, it was just compare when you take that had ran with two and well, injuries. <laughs> that was injuries. It wasn't because of talent. No. no. But he had he had a couple injuries win. at Ohio State in just the one year, so yeah, got it. But I mean, I, I get why you take it. That that wasn't a that wasn't a talent. That was just a that was an injury thing. So I can't really say that Ray Godin was a bust because when he did play in the NBA. He was he's a machine, yeah. To, yeah. You know, ten games a year you play. Kwame Brown was pretty bad. Oh, Kwame. <laughs> Kwame. <laughs> uh, that was pretty bad. Darko uh, Meat. Miracic. Number one overall. I don't know. He, I don't know. He was number one. He was top five, but. What else? Mm, that was bad. Hang on. I need to see this. He was the number two pick. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yeah. Who's the dude that got picked? Number one overall and then like OD'd on cocaine or some shit? Who's that guy? Glenn Bias? Might have been. It was a long time ago. Right? Yeah, it was in like yeah. Bias. Yeah. yeah. So Darko Milicic drafted number two overall. 
His career average in points was six. I don't even know who he is. He got drafted by the Pistons. Was this a while ago? 2003. Oh, okay. I didn't really take him. He was fucking god-awful. Let's see. What else is... Let's talk about the Reds. Let's talk about some baseball. How the fuck can the Reds go from one of the hottest top five power-ranked teams to absolute dog shit in a week and a half. I got one word for you. The bullpen. <laughs> <laughs> that, that always seems to be the Reds. I mean, Achilles. that's where they saved, like, with the – that's where they cut Salah as a bullpen. Yeah, they traded – they traded – Did uh, you guys have Sean Doolittle in the, in the bullpen at all? Last year? Or was he on the roster at any time? We just signed him in the offseason. Is he not your closer? I mean, he's he doesn't. He's basically a lefty specialist because he closed for the Nationals, didn't he? Not for. I mean, at this point, I'll probably try him over Garrett. Yeah, I'd say it's got, it's got to be Lucas Sims or TJ Anton, but they want him. Anton didn't want him in the rotation, so but that's probably not going to be the case until Lorenzen's on the sixty day DL. So Lorenzen's bullpen, correct? They were going to try yeah. him out as a starter, too, this offseason. But, yeah, he's – I mean, you have to. Like, <laughs> yeah, who else has you got? Sims, and you can't just pitch Sims and Anton the whole year. Is De Leon on the roster? <clears throat> yeah. Close yeah. – he's, he's a long man now. Bullpen. Yeah, he's the long reliever now. Um, Molly's the starter. Molly's pitching great. So you got can't get a win. Sonny Gray, Castillo – Molly, Hoffman, Wade, Wade, Miley, Hoffman. Yeah, I like that Hoffman. Wade, Miley pitched good last out. Mm, I mean, he had a zero ERA until last out. So that means he's good. He had a. I mean, that means the next game's getting shelled. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) two starts in a row, didn't give up any runs. Last start, he gave up I think three. Wasn't a terrible outing, but. I think they won the game. I think that was the game they won. I don't remember. But yeah, his next start, I think he's is he pitching today against the Cardinals or tomorrow? He's either pitching today or tomorrow. I think against the Cardinals. <clears throat> so uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But Miles, so obviously it's enough. young in the season. But what do you think? How do you think the Reds are going to pan out? I mean, it's hard to tell. Yeah, it's early. It's early. It's early, but I want I want to hear what you think. I mean, they called up uh, Hendricks. He's in the bullpen, bullpen. now. He pitched well. He pitched last night. Made his debut. Pitched well. He looks. He has basically the same delivery as Anton. They look like the same guy. Um, yeah, I mean, it's all going to come down to the pitching. They're, they're right, still right. the number one offense in the in baseball. So, I mean, you got Envato, Even though his average isn't quite as high, when he hits, he's hitting. When he hits the ball, he's hitting it hard. Even his outs. So, you know, it's it's just going to be in there. One through eight, they can. They are all hitting. They can all hit. Um, we'll see what happens when Akiyama and Shogo comes back. Um, How long is Mustauska supposed to be out? I don't know. He has some. He has some kind of illness. Okay. So we'll Nothing see. Nothing like a serious injury, though. No, no, no. Okay. No, he was gonna come back the other day, but he was in the. Then they scratched him because he was in the starting lineup, and they scratched him, put him on the IL. So it was right around all that. 
nasty weather, like 70 degrees and the snow in the next night. Oh, so. believe me. I, yeah, I know. Fucked up. Too. Yeah, my allergies too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. So, I, so. I, I completely understand that. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know when, when he'll come back, but I mean, Castellanos has come back from his suspension and all he does is hit a home run. So, they're going to be in probably every game because their offense is going to end their rotation. If their rotation pitches like it has been, then they'll be right there for the division. Just bull, they just got to get the bullpen. They just got to get the bullpen figured out. I feel like your which guys... I mean, it's a long season, so you just got to pitch those guys and hope they figure it out. Because Garrett is not a bad pitcher. I feel like you just uh... got to find it. Like because you just got to find like making him a closer is questionable too. Because against he doesn't really have a pitch to get righties out. He's got a fastball and that that wipeout slider, but against righties, it's not kind of breaks into him. Yeah, because that's Doolittle's problem too. He's, he's Straight struggling against the righties. Um, his velocity is back up to what ninety five ish, so that's good. But Perez is good. I like they just sent him back down. Yeah. I like him, but he can't throw a strike. He either is really good or he can't throw a strike. Um, this guy's the bullpen figure out, man. And if they put Anton back in there into the rotation, uh, that's one less good bullpen arm they have. So I feel like. Uh... Um, your guys' division is kind of up for grabs. I feel like there's mm-hmm. no really front runner. You know what I mean? I feel like it's just kind of now. Well, so the Brewers are leading the, the division right now, right? Which is kind of scary because they're on Yelich. They have, they have pitching though. You know what I mean? Something Yelich comes back. In baseball, one player doesn't matter <coughs> as much as a lot of sports, but having that back as a lineup is going to help. You know what I mean? So Yeah, um, they're, they're, they're probably and they have the yeah, they have the two best pitchers in the division. Woodruff and Burns starters. So that's I think that they you know, those two guys can carry them even if they're all kinds of struggling. Yeah. So. so I think you know, I, I mean, it's kind of hard to tell but I don't I, I think the Reds can kind of be in, you know, that that running. Yeah, but this you got to get some sort. You got to get something to work out of the bullpen. Though. I think. I mean, something. Yeah. Something's got to fucking give. The offense is there. Yeah, and, and from what I mean, the starting pitching is there. It's just that two to three innings that you have to rely on other people. Starting pitching is there unless Castillo has to pitch in the cold. <laughs> Because he likes to throw his fastball, like, in the first inning, man. He does, that's only a little put up. It seems like, hey, fastball, and if he's not hitting his spots, look out. <laughs> but yeah, he's basically, a, I mean, he needs to really work on that third pitch, that slider, to really take his game to the next level. Because no. his fastball changeup, it's going to be hard to really duplicate that success year after year. But on oh. two, I mean, his changeup is the best changeup in baseball. Don't matter if you can't. Yeah. You don't have if you're. They're sitting on one pitch the whole time, and then it's kind of. And a changeup isn't like a lot of other shit. You know what I mean? It's got this like because they have it has this basically the same movement as his fastball. So. So I mean, and that and you don't really see a lot of guys get ahead on counts with a changeup. It's not like a. It's not like a. You know, curveball where a guy can sit there and want. You know. You know what I mean? Easy strike. Yeah. Like, you know. 
changeup is kind of you like to sprinkle them in every now and then. You don't want to have to really rely on it a lot. To get yeah, he'll throw it a lot too. I mean, it's because it's effective. You know, he can you, he can locate it well. You get so. that third pitch though that just elevates your game. Yeah, like you saw, like in the one start, but he's had three starts. Two, he got shellacked in the first inning. First game of the year, he didn't like this. After the first inning, he still struggled. But the second game, what he pitched six innings, didn't give up a run. Then his last game, after the first inning, he was really good. But he gave up what, like four runs in the first inning, something like that. Four, like, yeah. So what just, were you gonna say, Nick? <clears throat> I, I like how they take their pit. I think they take their pitchers, their starters, out too soon as well. I think I think game. I think that has to do a lot with how early it is on in the season. Which yeah. you don't want it, you don't like it because, especially as a Reds fan right now, because you're relying on your bullpen, which is, you don't have. But you also can't burn your starters out because you got, they pitch what, mid 20s, almost 30 games a year? If you go with the five man rotation, if no one gets hurt, if you don't miss any starts, it's like 30 starts. So that's a lot. So you really don't want to burn these guys out and have them throw. A lot of pitches, a lot of pitches early on um, in the season. Mm-hmm. So that's why you see a lot of these guys get taken out a little bit earlier than you would if it was middle of the season, end of the season. Even though Molly's last start, <clears throat> six and two-thirds, he threw like 100 pitches. Because he went in the sixth inning, because he was what, throwing like a one-hitter. Goes back out in the seventh, you know, you got two, a couple guys on him, got two outs, and Oh, you got six and two thirds. That, that's. I mean, you got a lot of it's pitch count though. Like, if you're getting yeah. a lot of strikeouts, that pitch count's gonna get up there quicker than than the potential contact. So, and that's the thing now is strikeouts. No one pitches yeah. contact anymore. So, um, is there anything else that you guys want to kind of? Talk about, cover, anything? Anything that kind of sparks your interest? Not a whole lot going on. There's really not. And that's kind of what's, you know, that's what I was saying, you know, before we got on here. It's kind of, this time is always kind of really slow, like right before the NFL draft. Basketball's not in playoffs yet, and it's early on in baseball. So it's kind of, you know, there's really not a lot you could talk about because you can't really put into perspective how your baseball team is going to do 20 games in. Yeah, yeah it's a long yeah. season. So, so um, anything else? Or do we feel like we're pretty solid right now? I think we're pretty solid, you know? Yeah, I'm good I mean, with it. Next, next so, time, we'll have, next the, time the, draft. we'll have the results of the draft, which is always exciting. Number six. Reaches. Yep. Suck so, up the Bengals, mate. Yeah. So. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> so the Maybe next. Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the next episode is going to be a good one. We get to evaluate the draft. Um, getting closer to NBA playoff time, so we'll kind of see a little bit better picture of what's going to happen there. Um, hopefully, some baseball teams start to turn it around. Hopefully, the Reds find a bullpen. So, fingers crossed. Yeah. 
So it's always nice talking to you guys. Uh, like, share the Facebook page. And until then, we'll see you next time. You guys have a good week. Peace. Deuces.